0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. This is a very special episode. Sometimes we do not talk about places, we mm-hmm. talk about communities or events. Mm. And oh, baby, what events? So, <laughs> <laughs> oh baby, yeah. what are we talking about? <laughs> What's and up, so, Adrian? Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> shout out to Adrian. Shout out to uh, Jamie's father-in-law,
1: uh, who uh, we saw yesterday, and he said he was really excited last time because he's because uh, Kath listens, his wife listens to every up, and he said he got a shout out as Jamie's father-in-law. Not Adrian, though. He didn't say my <laughs> name, so directly <laughs> shout out to Adrian. Um, we love you.
0: Uh, so this is what we're doing. If you guys follow our personal lives with great interest, which I know you do, <laughs> you might notice that two of the baby boys at this table are mm-hmm. getting married. Mm-hmm. Alex mm-hmm. and Drew are getting married, uh-huh. and so to each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah getting that's married to each other, <laughs> <laughs> But we're still having two box parties because of it. Yeah, that's and
2: actually a good uh, twist on that. I guess. Yeah, it's not bad. Do you with have the, so gay wedding? Would you have two bucks? You have is it the to, same right? Box? But then, or like, the same wouldn't
0: box? you? Then if I, say like me and you got married mm-hmm. and I was Hold invited. On, listening. <laughs> Hold listening. Say, on, say our wildest dreams came true <laughs> and me and you got married. You're right and you had a box and didn't but then you were like yeah I can't invite you because you're my husband to yeah, be yeah. I'd be super bummed and
2: about I that and
1: imagine like you'd have a lot of similar friends yeah right? totally yeah. I think just have so to have like if you're like box.
0: Alex is coming to my box and I was like well that's fine because Alex is coming to my box too <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah. and I gotta go to both boxes now and then yeah. you
0: got like we'd share and I've got a fucking
1: Mrs. Doubtfire this night because <laughs> you guys are like you're probably doing different but things you can't,
2: like if you share the box then it's just an engagement party because the whole point well not the whole point but like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole point of getting married I'm is just to get a stripper. Like, you know, one of the guys well, that gets, gets, a, gets a male stripper and the other one's all seething in the corner and he's like, it's my last night of freedom, baby. I
1: love the guy who proposes to his wife so he can get one night with his mates. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is the only way I can figure this out. It's the whole point of getting married <laughs> is I can go to the fucking Gold Coast with my boys. <laughs> um, yeah, no, hey, listen, if you've uh, if you've had a, a, you know, a gay wedding and you're a guy, yeah, and if, right I mean, in. and or a girl, you had two hens nights, I suppose. That's interesting. I wonder yeah, if anyone let us know yeah, anyone pa- knows the what the tradition is how it works traditions
0: so if you hadn't intuited by what we we're just talking, about, we we're talking about the community of bucks and bachelor parties a stag storied, stag yes do. a storied history apparently started all the way back in 5th century BC Jeez. the mm. ancient spartans were the first to make a celebration out of the groom's last night as a single man they would spartan soldiers would hold a dinner in their friend's honor and made toasts on their behalf with, one assumes, a Spartan sense of decorum. Since Mm -hmm. then, the events have generally grown more raucous. (laughs) Since the
1: Spartan medieval 500 BC, things were quite tame in the world. Well,
0: it sounds kind of like just like a Toastmasters thing where they're like, well, good luck to you. I mean, we got a big battle tomorrow. We got to carve someone's innards out. <laughs> yeah. and, but tonight, let's they, not go crazy. <laughs> they dress up the Spartan in a wig and lipstick and
2: stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's just time like, post.
0: Befo- before we go and uh, conquer the Greeks, today we're going to play spin the tail on the stud. Man, <laughs> yeah. They've all got penis drawers. And yeah. One of them's wearing a sash. But they. Uh, so this history article it was kind of wide ranging. So it starts with fifth century BC as an <laughs> example <laughs> well, yeah, of so it. Starts <laughs> <That's laughs> (laughs) (laughs) But then it fast forwards all the way to 1896, where like one of the first like stag do's, I guess, to make the wider news since Mm. the mainstream press had been invented, was called uh, the awful Seely dinner. Oh, which was uh, so it was a stag party thrown by a guy called Herbert Barnum Seely, and you might recognise the middle name Barnum. He was uh, PT, he was PT Barnum's grandson, and uh, he was throwing. He was throwing a stag do for his brother that got raided by the police after rumors circulated that a famous belly dancer would be performing nude.
2: Hello. Yeah. Uh-oh.
0: And, uh, yes, yeah, so, but they released, like, uh, articles about it in the New York Times back when it came out calling it the awful Sealy dinner because it was, like, it was kind of at, like a posh, like, members-only club. Mm. And then they kind of say, like, hey, we can fucking do anything here. You're going to show off a belly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The guys wanted to go pretty all out so that's that's the kind of stuff they they do then you know uh, and one thing is like that a lot of these people are especially like turn of the century to the 20th century they're obsessed and i mean this has been covered in episodes before with parties but they are obsessed with like little people being <laughs> <of their> parties. <laughs> and like they like that's one thing like now like that's you just internet. like yeah. also like you wouldn't even consider like if you're just like I mean, I say we wouldn't. I bet you some dead shit right now is in Bali, being like, "We got to get little people, yeah, and we're yeah. going gonna to have them fight, and we're going to yeah. dress them up in funny."
1: Well, that's the whole thing. It's like a little person, a giant man, a bearded lady. It's just things that you don't see yeah. because you don't have the internet. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So you're walking <laughs> around like, "What? That would be weird." A woman <laughs> with a beard, a guy who's short.
0: You know? Yeah, well, they were saying Jimmy it's Stewart. Fu- it's funny to, like, just to think that that's what Alex looks up on the
2: internet.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I
1: know. You go to that re- subreddit, you just look at beard women, you get your fill. You don't need uh.
2: <laughs> it, needs
0: it for a buck. Yeah. It's like we, bring it, we bring it up for a buck. We're like, Alex, we're thinking And you're like, no, I've been on the Reddit. Yeah. okay. There's a Jimmy Stewart, famous actor. He had an infam- infamous uh, bash at Beverly Hills, uh, which included uh, little people popping out of a serving dish. And that's their idea of, like, an out-of-hand party. Mm. Jimmy Stewart's so wholesome. It's <laughs> so funny to think Is of him. Is he wholesome, though? I thought, like, he had a bit of a reputation as a I bit mean, of a party know, boy behind his closed life, doors. Yeah. But, like,
2: that's his character on screen, you know? He's the wholesome guy from... That Christmas movie.
0: Yeah. There's mm. also uh, the fun can get out of hand. There have been a few recent high-profile Bucks parties that have led to Hollywood breakups, for example. Do you remember Paris Hilton was meant to marry another guy called Paris? Uh, <laughs> Paris Lastis. <laughs> and their marriage fell apart because he cheated on her. At his box party, oh, wow. and so did uh, "Saved by the Bell"'s Mario Lopez. He cheated oh, this on is his an wife. An article, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the stars they say the apparently stars. Nick Lachey also uh, had a dalliance with a porn star at a mates box party, and it was denied, oh. and it eventually maybe led to the breakup of his uh, relationship with uh, Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson wow, yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, that's a brief history like of bachelor parties. Yeah,
1: I mean, a guy, one of the. Dodgy mates hooking up with a stripper or something is like, but like the the I don't know I don't know. There's celebrity stuff like this, but I've heard things of like the buck himself hooking up, like cheating on yeah. his wife to be at his buck's party, and it's like it's, wild. it's pretty fucking wild. <laughs> so it's all it's so funny time. as well
2: because like culturally people are like it's you know mate it's your last night. This is the le- last night of freedom. It's like you. Assume you've been in a like a committed relationship for at least a couple of years. Yeah, if you're yeah. getting married to someone, that's right. You yeah. can't just. It's not like card blanche to go <laughs> No, it's <somebody>. no, <laughs>
1: not what the whole point of it is. Is like a get out of jail free. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, there's. There, have you guys seen this? I'm pretty sure it's bullshit. It's one of those urban tales of this recent Amsterdam Bucks oh, stag yeah, thing. I've, I've heard it. No, yeah, yeah. Have you heard it, Jane? No, no, no. I mean, it's a. It, it's, yeah. to, it's a tall tale. I can it's a tall it. tale, but yeah, basically it's like a, a Bucks and a, and a Hens. They're both from the UK and they both go to Amsterdam for a night out um, separately. Yeah, But they're both in town at the same time. And one of the, um, correct me if I'm telling this wrong, Drew, but the one of the girls at the Bucks goes to some sort of stripper sex thing. Amsterdam's show. a sex show and there's like a glory hole thing. And oh, she's nice. one of the girls, like one of the bridesmaids. And there's a penis through a wall. And uh, she's like, whatever, I'll I'll suck this random dick, and she sucks the dick, and then that it reveals who the guy's behind it oh and man. it opens up and it's her dad <laughs> <laughs> who's Lord. been on the box night with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with that a That
0: absolutely cannot it be It could not It sounds like something like Jigsaw would <laughs> yeah. do and, and, <laughs> and be like do you want to play a game? <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things that you someone's like You slow acting poison you have to suck it out yeah. of your
1: dad's penis. <laughs> someone's like it's true I know the girl she's yeah, really yeah. upset and it's like yeah, it's, and it's and clearly just a really true. great great fiction. I had an uncle that worked for Nintendo yeah it's very much like that. Well, you that. know
2: it's not true because... I don't think there'd be well first it wouldn't be legal to just have glory holes like <laughs> it's so wild They're and like, then to have the, the wall drop like wall that's not drop. a feature of a glory I don't know. hole oh,
0: like, well the whole point of glory hole is anonymity yeah, so yeah, yeah. at the end the feature was like and now look at whose dick you just sucked you'd be, like, you'd be like <laughs> <It's your> well <laughs> I could just suck someone's dick <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I don't need a hole yeah, the exactly. hole is the thrill that's <laughs> very oh strange. well that's why I've heard
1: <laughs> <laughs> sucking the hole sucking what comes with the hole have you ever seen a
0: glory hole in the wild? No, I mean I've
1: seen a hole in a wall. Like, but I haven't well, seen, that's like, a glory
0: hole. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what, a, what
1: makes it a glory hole? Uh, I think a glory a, hole,
0: a, like people would say, has, like, you mean
1: in like the hole of it, a public toilet?
0: Yeah. So it's like if you punched a hole in your wall after an <laughs> argument, you wouldn't be like, well, at least I made a glory <laughs> hole. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. It's More like I didn't cover myself in glory hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've like, not. I, I think, think not, like not, because not They know. used to yeah. say the uni i went to macquarie uni shout out mm. they used to say there was like uh in the east block they used to say like there was a toilet known there for its glory hole but i could never find it <laughs> <it's> like,
1: Jamie, <laughs> jamie's slooping around with a magnifying glass like sherlock holmes looking but for this like hole. you
0: know like you hear that and you want to know if it's real right. Right. yeah sure So it's like you look and but maybe like it's kind of like a if you're if you're looking for it it doesn't appear oh ah, right so it's like, okay. you, or you've got to be in you got to be in the glory hole scene somewhat. Right. So to get okay. okay. Yeah. That's yeah.
2: Um, yeah. That's a bit too filthy for me. If I saw a glory hole, I'd put my lips through it. <laughs> Give someone a little kiss.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alex sees a glory hole and gets like a thing of spackle and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. I, would. I'd patch that I love a up. good project. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, fuck. Have I you guys got any uh, store, any personal box that you've uh, been on? I mean, Jamie, you had a few little, not, nothing. We have to tell yeah, any my, stories. Yeah, my
0: favorite yeah. box is not mine. It's uh, we took my friend. I won't say his name. We took him to uh, Bali for a box.
1: That's Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, but we took him to Bali and we planned it like in advance, in secret as well. Didn't tell him. But we what we told him for the day because he liked going to strip clubs, like. <laughs> Just for fun, you I mean, uh, know, like <laughs> yeah, not sure. as part of a box party, but like at the end of the night, we'd kind of be the guys like, anyone want to go to the rips? And you'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> He's and a hobbyist.
1: Then, yeah. Yeah.
0: An amateur enthusiast, you <laughs> might say. So we were like, how do we kind of, uh, organize this barley box have it a secret but also make him a box that he would be like psyched for Mm. because you don't want to be like oh we're doing all the (laughs) barley planning stuff like but you don't want to be like oh we're doing all the barley planning stuff and then he says so what are we doing and we go oh we're just going to the vic on the park and having a couple of beers he'd be like okay these guys aren't organizing me a good box maybe i'll tell another friend to like get entertainment or Mm -hmm, do something mm -hmm. yep so we're kind of trying to make a fake experience tailored to his needs. So we told him we were going, we had got like a car or like a minivan and would do like a strip club tour <laughs> that <laughs> went like started at, uh, Men's gallery in the city, you know the one near uh the Queen Victoria building. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh okay. <laughs> no, we're not gonna know any of these <laughs> <laughs> <references. We're, we'll laughs> these classes. The, what's the strip <laughs> club? Yeah. What <laughs> So <laughs> I didn't see you there complaining about the price of a boob <laughs> I know the manager told you.
2: get John out here. <laughs>
0: uh, so yeah, we told him we'd start there and then the idea would be like we'd go through the city And then we'd have a car and it'd take us kind of like out to the inner west. We'd go to the place in uh, Petersham. Oh, Petersham Inn. Yeah, that does uh, topless waitresses and (laughs) like the cheap steaks. And then we made up this, there's a strip club in Tembi or something, but we made up this idea that it was like kind of like this mythical strip club where like, it was anything goes <laughs> and like he was like, and the fuck was like anything goes and it's just like he's just like yeah if you got money you know like you get like they'll dance for ages or so and put you in a private room it'll be ages and they won't charge you that much he was like fuck yeah he was so excited like a normal
1: strip club if you have money and you ask them to dance they're like we can't dance for that long yeah you know, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. They, they, things go here
0: okay you know it was like you know because we were like fuck what do we say that anything goes because you can't be like well you can have sex because you're like no that's, that's ridiculous it, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah that's that's not right that's and a brothel yeah it, it just becomes a brothel then <laughs> and so we were just saying like it was just like a fun pie like it'll be like a place that like encourages like a lively box party mm-hmm. atmosphere versus sure. a place that is just like a the creepy strip- man to sit in the dark well yep. like it would have been a strip club on a wednesday morning <laughs> you yeah know? Yep, so it yep, would yep. be like kind of dead and whatnot so we convinced him that that was happening and then that the, Yeah we would end up At this unicorn strip club In Tempe So we did take him To a men's gallery Very early in the morning uh, And it was open And it was fun Like because the people There were like Holy shit you guys Are here early Like let's dance And like they, they were lovely people And like we, I mean we got charged Fucking shitloads For drinks But like We knew we wouldn't be there That long Because we were going to Bali we're what, what not So pay. what
2: time in the morning are we talking It was like
0: 10.30 And Five. it's open then Oh It's yeah.
2: such a What an odd shift To have as a stripper
0: Maybe later Like it can't have been Later than midday though Because we had a Surely you walk
1: in All the strippers Are like mopping the floor And stuff <laughs> like that in their, in their, Well because. they are In Kirkwood. Well the, the person <laughs> 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 The person
0: The person Like wasn't on stage happen she
1: was just hanging out at the bar <laughs> like comes in like a slug and just <laughs> makes a big trail behind him <laughs> and they're like mopping behind him <laughs> uh so 10 30 they're they're like that that's not that on un- i mean most people at 10 30 you're going to strip club are still out the night before
0: yeah yeah there right. was one or two other guys there and i, I me, I think it it wasn't Wednesday actually. It was a Friday. So there were by the time we left, there were people like pouring in for like business lunches, sure. and then the places get busy quick. Oh, we yeah. got there at ten thirty, thinking, ah, we'll have run of the place for an hour, then we can fucking get in the car, tell them we're going to Tempe, take them to the airport because it's fairly similar direction. By mm-hmm. well, like eleven thirty, people start coming in. We're like, oh fuck, like it's getting busy. We got to go. We get the car and we're telling him like next trip club, and he's like, yeah, and we put him deliberately in the middle seat so he can't look out the window too much. So he'll be like a dog being like, is this the strip club where anything goes? And uh, eventually, like, we we had coordinated as well with his wife-to-be to, like, meet us at the airport and have his passport packed and a bag packed for all his stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife-to-be at the time as well with my bag and stuff like that. We eventually drove through the airport. And that's where the charade kind of falls apart, where he's like, hey, guys, this looks like the airport. <laughs> and we're and like, we had the balls to be like, he's taking a shortcut. Oh, and he's going through the domestic terminal yeah, to get yeah, to Tempe. Yeah. And like, he bought it for a hot minute and then we get out and his wife-to-be is there and was like, the boys are taking your barley and he was so happy. And then he like, looks at us and goes, what about the Tempe strip club <laughs> oh like God. man we spent six months planning to take you overseas you goon but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is no mythical anything goes strip guy club looking out Tempe. the window
1: waiting for this strip club <laughs> yeah. and then on the horizon his wife is <laughs> just
0: <there laughs> and Jamie's <laughs> <is> like surprise <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: Fuck, yeah,
1: no. but I'm sure we had a great time in Bali oh man we had the, the best last thing the we... fun of a Bali trip sort of outweighs the very short term sugar rush of a, yeah. a, a fucking 11am oh, Tempe yeah. we were are there, there are
2: there strip clubs in bali i would assume no right oh. it's like a well, that's a good co- question like a there are country. definitely um, They're not Mos- well, well there are definitely sex workers Muslim there because we yeah, me and my friends oh, went. <laughs> 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 me and my mate yeah.
0: uh i will not say his name because i don't want to blob spot but like we went to a shisha bar mm. because we were too drunk and we didn't want to go to what's the big club in bali like potato head or something uh, um, it's like that's a, <laughs> that's a Toy Story character I think <laughs> <laughs> um, what's, what's the character Buzz Lightyear like? yeah, yeah. uh, there was some big club and we're like ah, we're, we're just gonna walk the high street and, and we went into a lounge and we're like ah, that'll be a bit of fun and we're in there and like the that was one where like immediately like a girl sits down with you and like tries to convince you to pay to fuck her and we're like ah like this is a brothel with a shisha installed i was told there were potatoes here i was trying to ask for hash but we got like a nice uh a nice manor like estate with like a pool that like swam up into the place and fit like 16 of us the
1: best thing about bali is the accommodation Mm. is you can spend a medium amount of money a normal amount of money for a holiday and you are in a palace with your own pool like two, like, two people, like let alone, like, a you whole... Get in, like, yeah, I it's think unreal. I
0: got, like, six massages in three days for, like, $30. Because, yeah, like, you could just, just walk in just any place unreal. and get, like, a hot stone massage. And also, you might remember, because I used to do a <clears> bit <throat> about this, on the way back from the box party, mm. on the Sunday we get to the airport and a big volcano went off in mm, Bali. Mm, and mm. so we immediately, like, all the flights were cancelled, like, everyone... Has to scramble out of the airport. It was, it was
1: your mate's Bucks who was finally coming after being, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he's just exploding. But from have you seen like uh, a for have you seen like um
0: it's a mad 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 world where like they they've got that big car chase at the end where they're trying to find the tea. It became like that, like everyone's pouring out of the airport, like on their mobile phones trying to book, rebook oh, their hotels because ah right. oh, like our place that we had was had immediately been booked for another party yeah. so we had to like start oh. calling like hotels and eventually we found somewhere that rocked it had like a rooftop where you could just get like long uh long necks of bintang and stuff and we just stayed there for two extra days and travel insurance covered all of it you know you're like oh god this is gonna suck and then you're like no wait it's Bali. you draw out like 70 bucks and you live like a king for the next two days it was great fun
1: that's that's actually because we're talking about um you know, Bali, I actually found an article about a, a bachelor party that went wrong in Bali, um, Australian guys. Um, and uh, basically, uh, security guards brandishing guns raided former model Mark Ipaviz's Barks dinner at a restaurant in Seminyak after the group decided to hire a stripper. Oh, So these guys are sort of um, socialites, I guess you would call them. Sydney infamous socialites. Um, you know, money you know good looking dudes whatever yep. 10 12 guys are in Seminyak they're in a private dining room and one of the boys is like let's get a stripper for you know all mates bucks night at a and it's Seminyak is a is a more classy uh, suburb or yep. whatever you mm-hmm. in Bali uh, i don't know if that um
2: what's the other what's the big one Kuda?
1: is like the party party Kuda's one the
0: australian mm-hmm. cockroach infestation yeah, yeah.
1: Seminyak's like australian like infested but like a bit more bougie. And I think it's becoming more partying or whatever. So I don't know if there was some sort of issue with that because they're at a restaurant and they hired a stripper to come into a private dining room, right?
0: Doing that at like a Wolfgang Parks. Yeah, yeah. That's insane.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so then basically the cops turned up um, with guns. So the security guard turned up and, um, you know, then called the police. The security guard um, come in with uh, um, taser guns and beat the men with guns, the butt of their guns, and... (laughs) picked up bottles and broken them over their heads. The security wow. guards, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, arrested them. They're like, we're calling the police. And the, these guys are like, surely the police will sort this out. The police turn up, start hugging the security guards. <laughs> and they're good. like, and that's <laughs> one of them's like, that's when I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> um, they get arrested. They get thrown in jail and threatened with a 10-year jail term, the entire box party. Um, and this is, I love this, because it sounds like a GTA uh, mission or something, because the Bucks Party, which included nightclub owner Nick Russian and celebrity hairdresser Joey Scandizo. <laughs> 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 it's, it's these weird, like, NPC characters. Uh, so then uh, they were released. Joey rele- Scandizo <laughs> sending
0: you to do a drive-by <laughs> yeah, mission. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So they were released after the bribe. Uh, so then they got uh, told if they don't pay a $20,000 bribe, they Ooh. would have all face 10 years in jail. Damn, that's a lot of money. And that's- so... And the cops, the, the, then the cops basically- Can you claim that on travel insurance? Can you claim <laughs> that on your taxes? Well, yeah. because that's misadventure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my drag name By the way him, <laughs> yeah, That's a great one Yeah um, They uh, So they basically Like frog marched Two of them To the ATMs around And went Like to four different ATMs To withdraw the money Because there was limits Obviously <laughs> this, this is the police The police With a fucking AK <laughs> In their back that's And then uh, Got 25 grand out of them Because these guys Have got cash right yeah. So someone's like Let's just pay it And figure it out And then they basically Were kicked out And said Like piss off Don't come back And they all left And uh but um, basically- uh What if the stripper was in on it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, ob- obviously it's a bit of a racket, right? Yeah. Like the, in, the security guards are getting some of that money, right? Well, the restaurant sure. must
0: also kind of-
1: tip them off. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah,
1: right. I guess so. Because
0: the restaurant wouldn't be like, hey, this is embarrassing to us. Like it take it outside. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was obviously very coordinated and the guys had money. And I think the problem is these guys were- pr- like had money, but they were more well connected than the cops thought because they are all like in with the Sydney socialites. They've got publicists, they've got all this stuff. So they it hit the news, it got a bit of um, you know, it's it generated a bunch of stuff. And then the Indonesian like authorities were like, the, uh, the Balinese sort of tourism and all that, like, this mm. is embarrassing, yeah. like, we're really ruining our rep. So the police chief actually got uh, in tr- a lot of trouble, got fired. He was forced to apologize for breaking because the police chief was caught. Um, taking a cut of all this and he was he was he was demoted and then the police chief and all his like the guys who did it were forced to apologize to all the other cops and then to stand in the sun for two hours and parade it in front of their colleagues as a humiliation process in Man, september and the
0: sun in bali is no fucking joke there you
1: like, go so that's it so yeah i mean you can i feel like anyone who of those guys deserve that but if you're going to do a stag. Do just do it in your own country, like yeah Phil, or Vegas. Your own country or Vegas. You go to another country, you just don't know what the norms are. You don't know what's. Well, I happen. think
0: if you're gonna do it in another country where you don't know what the oh, norms are, maybe respect the norms. Yeah, of I guess the what you did was <laughs> Your mate is well, obviously like fine. Can, I mean, don't know,
1: don't do an Australian bucks like in ev- Bali.
0: Everyone kind of knows that like Bali and like Indonesia is like a Muslim country, and it's like you can party, but like don't be a like. Yeah. Don't fucking, like, directly fly in the face of all their beliefs just, and stuff. Just have
2: your fucking head screwed yeah. on. I mean, you, you know, you say that, but here's a very similar story. But in Sydney, uh, headline, armed, fully clothed cops storm a box party at a Sydney strip club.
1: Mm, okay.
2: So in the early hours of this morning. You can't, you uh, can't have a box anywhere these <laughs> days. <you> know, <laughs> uh, a New South Wales police tactical unit raided the Dollhouse Strip Club in King's Cross. Never heard of it. In a uh, in a massive operation that saw dozens of officers enter the premises and surrounding streets, uh, blocked off with police cars. So patrons and employees of the club were instructed to get on the ground and put their hands on their heads, and a number were searched as part of an ongoing as, as part of an operation targeting offences relating to drug supply and use, indecent conduct, and ID scanners. There were approximately 30 staff and 50 patrons in the venue, among them a group of men at a box party who had uh, no idea what was going on when police came flooding in. One of the men told News Corp, we went in, had a shot of some fireballs, sat at the table, got some dollars, got a lap dance. Another said that when police entered... The music was still going, we thought it was part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> and the so cops cool. are
0: coming out. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, oh, dun, dun, dun. this is cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Is there shit. anything worse than a large group of men ordering shots of fireball? I know. <laughs> that's, like, uh, If you see that at a bar, I'm a like, bad, oh, fuck, it's time to leave. That's it's a, a bad sign.
2: There's
1: yeah. also no doubt that at Drew's Bucks weekend, we're doing fireball
2: shots of
0: yeah, someone, someone I mean, There's together. always fucking one guy in a group <laughs> of friends Fireball's who's like, fireball? So fireball is disgusting. I can't drink fireball. You can't drink it? I used to be able to. It's kind of like a, gateway drug right <laughs> like you use it as like especially it's when you're a little younger you use that yeah. like american honey as a way to get into whiskey uh, and uh, eventually honeys. they're and all eventually like trashy but yeah yeah, yeah. get row out of I it i mean
1: shots in gen there's no appropriate thing to shot well, shots are disgusting as an yeah. adult yeah. Yeah. after 22 years old you know yeah. what i mean you know what i mean like the you're like, oh, King 100%. Charles isn't doing a shot. You know, at, at a, at, you know, it doesn't matter how expensive it is. Like, yeah, it's yeah. nothing. Yeah. I also don't
0: think King Charles is drinking ten beers at Dolehouse. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> what is this? Um, I've, found I've a, never been here but, before. I've, I've, I've done
1: um, there's uh, a couple of other funny stories that I found of some bucks going awry. Um, I love this one. This is very British. Is a group of men, um, thought to be on a stag trip, in Benidorm, which I think is in Spain. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, have shocked fellow guests by dressing up cuz a bit of a, a stag uh bucks dress up is 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 quite common mm-hmm. they dressed up as uh all of them dressed up as convicted criminals um oh, and that's uh not a good move and uh including um so the the run sheet of the dudes is uh Rolf Harris <laughs> Jimmy Seville. um <laughs> so uh, not
0: just criminals convicted of uh <laughs> yeah. I
1: feel like this is uh, Rolf Harris Jimmy Seville, um Osama bin Laden ah, <laughs> Saddam nice. Hussein and who I think is a little bit unfairly uh, maligned in this group is Oscar Pistorius. So I feel like he's <laughs> like, he's next to Saddam Hussein. Um, so that's the five guys there. And they got... And, uh, the
0: Mount Rushmore of criminals. Uh,
1: look at the five of them there. Oh,
0: beautiful. And some of
1: them they're really going ham on, this, uh, on the outfits. They really want everyone to know who they are. Because the guy in Rolf Harris is wearing a Rolf Harris, like, Full on mask, and then he has an orange jumpsuit on, and then he has a t shirt with Rolf Harris's face on it, and then above it, it says Rolf Harris, like <laughs> in text. Yeah, what are you? So like? he's like, he keeps adding to it. It's like, no one's gonna know I'm Rolf Harris, you know? <laughs> and uh, so, according to the Sun, the men told fellow guests at the hotel, we're the offenders. We're here to offend and we're Ugh. doing a bloody good job. This sounds like a
0: cringe. bad regional stand-up. It's, it does, yeah. It's
1: horrendous. So that was those five boys got in a bit of trouble. Um,
2: one other quick story. Rolf, doesn't Rolf have a song about Jake the Peg with an extra leg? Give yeah, that one to does. Oscar. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So <laughs> that yeah. extra leg on Oscar. <laughs> I've only got one extra leg, Oscar, you're still going to have
1: to hop around.
0: I think it's a wooden leg, is it? So which is a downgrade. On <laughs> the, <laughs> of yeah, yeah. the advanced technology is rocking.
1: <laughs> um, another couple of fun ones was, um, this one was just quite cute, is a, a group of priests... I was asked to leave a card of pub because uh, the staff thought they were on a stag do. <laughs> <So> <laughs> oh, look at these guys—five so priests, Get five, out of here, and they're yeah. all, and they're, right. all so good. and they're all nerdy looking yeah. and all um, very young. Which is like you don't think of five—you might have the odd young priest, but five yeah. young priests. They were celebrating Peter, Macla- Father Peter McLaren, was ordained, so they decided to head down to the local city arms to have a pint or two. Once they got there, it was a misunderstanding. On arrival, the bartender informed them a policy not to grant entry to fancy dress or stag do's <laughs> Our impression was this was a bit of a joke. And so we sort of just like dismissed him, and then act, um, act, uh, <clears throat> turned out he was actually serious. And the, but uh, so he basically ushered us out the door, told us to stop mucking around, and the manager approached them at the door and reassured them, "Sorry, we didn't. Uh, There's a misunderstanding. A round of pints and us, and everyone was, you know, <laughs> got got involved in it then. So that's quite funny and adorable. And then just one more quick one uh, because I love, I do think uh, the movie Hangover has probably influenced in a negative way, yeah, bucks parties in general. Mm. Um, and uh, a man from North Wales has been fined $330 by American police after he uh, he was in Vegas on his Bucks do. He swam across the Hoover Dam on a, on a stag do. Um, now, if you don't know the Hoover Dam, um, it's like there's got these massive turbines up there yeah. that sort of like channel the water through and all that sort of stuff. And uh, he's the first person to ever make it across the reservoir alive. Oh, shit. Hundreds of people have died in this thing before.
0: (laughs) Just trying for fun?
1: Just just either that or slipping in or maybe like committing suicide or something I don't know but no one has ever been able to do it before and he was basically extremely lucky because 9 out of the 10 turbines were turned off at that time and normally they would just suck him in and he would just become red mist and so this idiot 28 year old forklift driver he had been partying for 37 hours in Nevada he decided to jump in the water and swim across he says it was 40 degrees outside and we were on a stag do you go to Vegas to have fun don't you we made the hangover look tame we were standing there and I thought fuck it I'm going for a swim um, so he ch- decided to swim across. Um, he said it took about 30 minutes. I admitted he felt knackered halfway across, but he knew he had to make it to the other side as he could feel the water pulling him towards the dam. It, I was sucked towards the wall and I had to swim hard. At the other side, I was absolutely buggered. The police um, shouted at me. They handcuffed me. He said that he did it in his shoes. He swam in, in his wearing shoes. He didn't want to have to go back and get his shoes. So, like, he was pretty much fully closed. Was this
2: guy uh, British, Australian, or uh, Welsh. Welsh,
1: mm. right. 28. 28-year-old bricky. So it's, is, yeah. And, and so the cops arrested him. So 275 people have reportedly died at the site over the past 10 years. Fucking right, hell. For various reasons. And he goes, this is the best part. Uh, Mr. Hughes told the BBC, I don't have any regrets. I even have a tattoo saying no regrets. <laughs> 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 That's the type of person I am. Oh, Fuck, my, persons all, my, my friends all think I'm a legend. My mom thinks I'm an idiot, but she's coming around. <laughs> My dad has just been laughing at me saying, well done, son. So this guy has absolutely no idea how lucky he is. The Guinness Book of World Records have contacted me, but they needed an official adjudicator there to see if you could do it. But I said, I'm not fucking doing it again because they need an adjudicator. Um, it can't go in the book. It almost warrants it going back in and doing it again. Man. So, Fuck.
0: Imagine uh, going back in
2: again. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Straight in. What? A, yeah. Imagine just living with that lack of self-awareness. Just,
1: just, just, <laughs> I can imagine being dumb enough to do it. Not, I wouldn't do it but I can imagine something dumb enough to do it and then go holy shit I was yeah. drunk 36 I didn't but afterwards being like I'm a
2: legend
0: <laughs> no am the king! Everyone I suppose else died, that if you <laughs> made it and then found out hey you're one out of almost 300 mm. that made it you might be like fuck I'm in, I am like, I'm invulnerable <laughs> <laughs> that's like, true I found yeah. some stuff it's not bucks but it's What comes after the box? Some wedding (laughs) traditions from around, not... (laughs) Misery. (laughs) Regrets. (laughs) Uh, No, put that no back on your tattoo. These are (laughs) wedding traditions around the world. And they're quite short and some of them are a bit cute, but it did lead me to discovering a box party tradition. So I'll Uh get to that later. But the first, I like this one. In the south of uh, the United States, uh, when it comes to weddings... That basically a month before the engaged couple must bury a bottle of bourbon upside down at or near the venue of their ceremony. Mm. So it's a long-lived tradition that's <laughs> meant to prevent any bad weather on the big day. So you go mm. to the venue, put in your bourbon One bottle before. upside down. Yep.
1: We were at our wedding venue yesterday, one month before our Well, did our you wedding. put the fucking thing in uh, the ground? I was thinking about storing some grog there for the party. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just bearing like a treasure chest with a map and then just opening it up like and a it's a
0: or <laughs> remember when we did that episode about festivals and there was a guy who the day before like Stereosonic, went and dug like holes yeah. yeah. in and all of them. Yeah, there we go. Uh, anyway, uh, it basically That's says- about on, the weather, right? On the, cool. the wedding day, the couple must dig the bottle back <laughs> up and then they share it amongst themselves and the guests.
1: Mm. <laughs> I love how just the idea of like, some it's just pissing down rain and the, the groom's just digging this thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, shut up!
0: It's supposed nice to work! Here's one in Sweden and this is a good one if you're a bit horny. Uh, it's custom oh, hello. It's custom at the wedding reception <laughs> for the bride and groom to be fair game. <laughs> okay. At least any time their significant other leaves the room. The tradition still holds to this day. At <laughs> Swedish weddings, you will Sounds see... Sounds highly inappropriate. Yeah, so... You can only kiss. You can't like fuck the (laughs) bridal room on (laughs) the wedding day. But like, so if, say, if you and Hannah are getting married in Sweden and you go to the toilet. I can go in there kiss, and kiss Hannah. You. Yeah, or I can you go to the toilet and kiss you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I felt like James has written this to set up that exact
0: scenario. At <laughs> Drew's wedding, hanging a bunch of Swedish, yeah, friends, so. yeah. Um, under the mistletoe. Yeah, yeah. putting a bunch of uh, mom to put bookshelves back. Yeah. By um, uh, so that-, that,
1: that that's like a cute like mistletoe thing where it's like if you see the bride as a as a guest. You're allowed to go. And so free game, I understand if she's like, I'm allowed to kiss you. Not if you're running up to hear some sleazy uncle like, (laughs) ah,
2: kiss me. Yeah, yeah. well, it
0: says that like in Sweden, like on the day, you can see people lining up to like have a go at kissing the newlyweds. So I don't know, like, you know. (laughs) This is bizarre Well you know If I was getting married <laughs> in Sweden And you were like Amy's out the room I'd be like Yeah it's funny I have a little smooch But then if like 50 people Were like It's done, to fucking yeah, make out I'd be, like, yeah, fucking yeah, I'd be like Amy You can't leave the room anymore <laughs> That's have so I've, I've got ten of Depends For both of us We're not going to <laughs> the, the toilet For the outside. rest of the way <laughs> Scaring <laughs> off people from kissing uh, This one is uh, Venezuela mm-hmm. Uh uh Venezuelan custom is that it's normal for the bride and groom to sneak out of their wedding reception long before the event is over. If you succeed in performing an Irish goodbye essentially, it means good luck for your relationship. It also is good luck for the first person at the reception to be like, "Where've the bride and groom gone?" Mm, okay. Uh this is from China. This is kind of an alternative to a bachelor party. Prior to the wedding, sometimes the morning of, the bridesmaids plan a series of games and challenges for the groom. So he can compete in them in order to prove his commitment to his future wife. Mm. So they do on the day of
1: the wedding? yeah if yeah, so so he's much. bumbling through it all do they call it off like how well, do they, I think you do this a while yeah sport? I think
0: they'd look at him a bit cockeyed yeah, he yeah. at the ceremony mm. he's
1: like okay. doing an escape room <laughs> the yeah, morning yeah. of his wedding mm, this uh, guy couldn't finish the egg and spoon race <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a it? Yeah, it's weird because egg and spoon race was the first thing I thought of as well <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's just like come up with a challenge and that's all my mind can think I can think of <laughs> eggs and spoons <laughs> <laughs> uh, Germany as uh, a bonding ex- exercise for newlyweds guests partake in a long-time tradition of – it's called Polterabend – on the day before or sometimes the day of the wedding guests break any delicate dishes usually porcelain or ceramic and watch while the couple works together to clean up the mess in addition to ensuring good luck the practice teaches the newlyweds how to work together and overcome any difficulties that life may bring
1: what the what's the go with european smash and plates yeah they like, love it every, jo- yeah. every single country has their own plate thing That's the germans I'm... are just so lame about it though the greeks <laughs> are like throwing around party and the greeks yeah. the germans are like let's watch some clean it up <laughs> Yeah. worked what together I
0: <laughs> <laughs> Philippines this one's just very simple uh, you release a pair of white doves to symbolise peace and harmony for the newlyweds that's, that's cute.
2: Like it. I went to a wedding once where they had a, it was just the most extravagant thing and they had a full drone system camera to like film the ceremony mm-hmm. and as part of it was like it was like a production. Everyone had to stand around. They got the um, drone to do the big crane shot up and they released all these like doves into the air. Wow. <laughs> a drone strike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fucking like Captain.
1: What's that Hudson movie where the yeah, yeah, plane yeah. hits the fucking <laughs> no, Sully. Sully or Sully. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um,. This one is from Peru. It's kind of a different version of the bouquet toss. This is apparently popular in both Peru and England. The tradition involves having all the single ladies pull out a ribbon from the wedding cake. Each ribbon is tied to a charm one of the charms is a ring. The first lady to get the faux wedding band is the next to get married. So it's a different version of tossing the bouquet.
1: Mm, which I know we're making fun of all these, but when we were planning our wedding and like, are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And you start thinking about it, like all of those things. Like tossing the bouquet is also extremely weird. Yeah. To like all the all though? the unmarried yeah. you know weird ladies get together no, no, no. and you have to ch- catch these flowers, and if you don't, you're you're going to be I, well, last, single. For, it's like it's, it's such funny a weird. You mentioned
0: that because last time I went to a wedding where like it was an MC that nobody knew because like these days you know a lot of us having done comedy the wedding MC is usually like someone someone we know but last time I saw like a professional wedding person and usually they're pretty like hey guys you know what I mean and so when they did the bouquet toss he made like a big like out of vogue, like deal that, like, hey, spinsters, gather around Like yeah, the next yeah, one of you yeah. is going to get a lucky man or woman. <laughs> wink, <laughs> wink. It's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, we got this guy straight in from the 1980s. It's so, so like, weird. Shame these women for being single. There's, there's the
1: other thing with the leg girder thing oh, where it's like, you have to take it off with your teeth. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've never seen that at an actual wedding, but it's not that far removed. Like yeah. there'll be a wedding that's happened in the last two years. For sure. oh, absolutely. absolutely. Someone yeah.
2: that we know where someone has done that. I must have told this on the pod before, but, in case I haven't, I remember going to a wedding once when I was like, I don't know, 19 or something. And they did the um, bouquet toss. And to me, like, all that shit is just silly. It's yeah. dumb. But evidently, some people take it quite seriously. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, the bride turned around and threw it over the back of her head. And, but she just, she over, um, you know, overthrew it. And it went straight over the head of everybody there. And I'm just sitting there with a beer at the back. And it came straight to me. I reached out one hand, caught it, thought it was hilarious, turned around, turned around. Every woman in there gave me, like, daggers. <laughs>
0: like, they were furious. <laughs> so and I was so like, bloody. hey, I <laughs> yeah, Hey, ladies. Man. I'm single. <laughs> uh, this is the last one. It's a Danish and Norwegian tradition. They have a cake made from almonds and egg whites, and it's called kransek. Kake, I think. Mm -hmm. That's probably pronounced terribly. Uh, It's basically a set of stacked rings in an upside-down cone shape, and it sometimes conceals a secret bottle of wine or liquor. It's custom for the couple to lift the top ring off the cake together. The number of layers that stick to it is said to predict the number of children the couple will have. Mm, Okay. okay. And then there was this one. Uh, This is from Scotland and the description was quite simple so I looked it up and found a very good article on it Scotland has kind of an alternative to box parties and it's called the blackening do not worry it's not going where you think <laughs> Right. Okay. Uh, so it, it, the article says uh, hen and statues can be pretty riotous but a pre-wedding tradition in the northeast of Scotland called a blackening takes disgusting behaviour to another level again do not <laughs> worry they mean disgusting in a different way the engaged couple they're kidnapped by their friends and family and then they are gunked with anything from rotten eggs to fish guts to dog food to molasses the practice is said to bring luck but it looks more like an excuse to even scores before the big day unbelievable (laughs) it says Rob Ross Brebner from Lon May in Aberdeenshire is a big fan of a blackening and it has occasionally seen him getting a little over enthusiastic I was at a pal's blackening and I took out the best man. He tells BBC Scotland's hidden lives. He was on crutches for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> oh,
2: he hell. says,
0: But now the tables are to be turned. Ross, 33, is getting married to Kaz, 35, and his friends need to work out how to bring the big man down. <laughs> his face <mate, laughs> is a great article. His mate Keith says Ross and Kaz will be nervous about the blackening because they know the community will come together to get them. It is one part of the wedding they have no control over, but Keith is concerned about Ross's strength when it comes to trying to capture him. (laughs) He's good at rugby, so battering people off is not a problem. (laughs) Ross's brother Alistair agrees. He's a fair unit, he says. He's quite short, but he's strong and he's round. Chasing him will be okay, but it will just fight us off. <laughs> the plan is to catch Ross by surprise and have a group of big lads bring him down. This is in a newspaper. <laughs> uh, they, have, they have cable ties ready to restrict his movements once they catch him. Before the big day, they pick up the ingredients. From the farm, they take molasses, a base covering to which everything else sticks, and brewer's barley. Then they're off to Fraserburg for fish waste, guts, eyeballs, and tails. Everyone is used to cow dung and molasses, but not the fishing side of stuff, says Keith. It's supposed to be about things you're not used to. If you never knew anything about blackening and you chanced upon it on a village green, you would think you were witnessing a medieval torture, according to Dr. Sheila Young from the University of Aberdeen's Elphinstone Institute. Despite its current mucky form, it began as a cleansing ritual preparing a woman for marriage. When I started doing my research, I found women before the 1980s actually called it a feet washing. It was a very similar to today's blackening, but the name came from an earlier ritual that did involve washing feet after blackening them with soot from the chimney. So that's the closest it gets to Justin Trudeauing it.
2: Did you say before 1980?
0: Yeah, that's what it says, 1980.
1: So that's quite recent. Yeah. Okay. So from 1980, they're just rubbing a bit of soot on their feet and then washing <laughs> and it off. And then off. they were like, and well, that's not
0: politically later, correct. <laughs> we're going to chuck fish guts. <laughs>
1: just, just dumping toxic waste <laughs> on head."
0: Yeah. Uh, so if you were getting married, you had your feet washed and that was a sign you intended to go through with the wedding. In the past, weddings among the farming communities of rural Scotland were mainly in the winter, but greater mechanization and affluence to more people getting time to marry in the summer. As the feet washing moved outdoors, behavior changed. Over time, it saw people trying to run away and when they were captured, they were covered in as much mess as could be found. It moved from being a cleansing ritual, preparing you for marriage, to very much being a dirtying ritual. Back in Aberdeenshire, Kaz was easy to capture, but Ross put up more of a fight. In the end, everyone was covered in gunk, and maybe that's the point, since Hidden Lies <laughs> presenter Sam Little. She says at a time when everything around weddings is commercialized, this disgusting homemade tradition is a great way of bringing the community together. <laughs>
1: that's, just, that's just what happens when like people are just allowed to run away with tradition under the guise of it's good luck. You yeah, know, there's yeah, just, they they you can just do, do anything. anything you want. Can exactly. you
0: imagine how mad... like? Sabs would be if we chased after and covered <laughs> and we're like cow shit yeah, and we're like, this is good luck for you and Alex. It'd be very bad. <laughs> I wanna know if they
2: have uh, you know, like a set day for that where you're like, hey mate, Saturday is your blackening, or whether it's like, hey dude, we're gonna spring this on you sometime in the next two I weeks. Think. <laughs> Base. and just like getting a white shirt out of the closet <laughs> and you're like what oh, happened today surely? I think
0: based on some of the articles it was like you catch them unaware so you can well, capture them. them Yeah, exactly. they had cable ties like, so you, like, be,
2: he could be walking to work and he sees a group of his mates and he's like oh I don't like the look of these yeah, boys and I guess and starts i about running. to get blackened <laughs> Yeah,
0: I better call in sick to work I'm about to be covered in fish guts I got
1: my suit for my wedding and the guy's like you gotta wear it around the house for a couple of weeks beforehand to like get suited into it right. and I'm like you know what I mean I'm wearing my fucking suit wedding suit around <laughs> and vacuuming you guys grabbed me <laughs> and fucking blackened me. Unbelievable. Oh, it's so funny. Have you yeah, been getting we're... around in it? No, I'm just, it's going to be like Homer eating. You know what I mean? Get, it's literally that, you know, and Homer's like, you got to wear a suit out for a couple oh, yeah. of weeks. And it's like, can you see the stain, son? It'll be dark. <laughs> 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 it literally will be that. I'll be eating a pie on the couch in my suit. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: wouldn't dare wear the suit. In I, know. Like, I, two weeks. So I know. like immediately I'd like be eating a pie and it would drip and just miss me. And I'd be like, ah. Oh, avoided that one what a legend then I'd trip and fall into like a pile of dung <laughs> yeah, that's and I'd be it. like who left this dung in the Every time of my I house? get
1: a stain on me it's like I nearly get a stain mm. eating something I'm like that was close and then the next bite it goes not everything <laughs> <laughs> I I would t- I'll tell you guys one other cuz I've been on I've been two uh like bucks I mean on your bucks Jamie and then I've been on two other ones um and first one was two newy mates the first one was my mate who got married at nineteen and he uh he, it was all the worst bucks I've ever been at in my entire well probably the worst hang I've ever been at. <laughs> I mean we've
0: been at some. We've had some shock oh, yeah. and
1: I've been checking my watch at some hangs, you know. But uh he's he was 19, nice enough guy, but he married this girl who was very Christian and he wasn't, but he leant into it mm-hmm. and he said, if anyone gets a stripper to this Bucks, they're not coming to the winning. He went f- and he basically just served us all notice that there can be no fun at this point. Yeah. Not that that was the only way to have fun, but it was very much, he said, we're going to have a barbecue and my place. We're going to have a case of beers and it's going to mainly be my family and her family and then you guys. And then he, we get there. We're just having literally a beer and all these family, there making a barbecue. We're like, this is so lame. And then the Bucks, he um, goes in house with his cousin, smokes a cone for the first time in his life, greens out, passes out at 7 p.m. The Buck. <laughs> the Buck. <bark. laughs> And then his cousin comes out and said, everyone has to leave. Uh, he's, he's passed out. He's asleep.
0: Why would he smoke a cone? Yeah, I don't know. He had,
1: his cousin that. was like us. Then his cousin was his, like the only other person that he knew that wasn't her family. And I guess his cousin a bit of a rat He's like, come and smoke a cone. Yeah. you got to smoke a cone. <laughs> Your box had a cone. <laughs> no it's a stripper, out. but you got to smoke a <laughs> cone. Yeah. And then but. so we had to leave. There was still sun out. And we were going home. Like not, there's <laughs> oh, the sun's coming up. It's like the sun's still up. And we're going
2: home. <laughs> that was our first one. And the second one was- Did you at least like- do the thing where you're like, well, you know, politeness would say, I'll leave the beers. No, the we door. took the beers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we literally threw it over our shoulder. And we went to Tony's house and drank them all. What are they going to do?
0: And they do? got Judge mad at us. He
1: got mad at us about that, actually. <laughs> we're
0: like, yeah, we're still sun up, yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I barely had a well, buzz we, going What What's on. he going to do with the
1: beers? I don't know, but we did. We threw them over our shoulder and we walked home. Um, that was one. And then the other one was uh, a box in, I had in Malaysia with my mate Rishik. And it was like, unreal. He, he's got uni mates he went to macquarie as well shout out macquarie Hell yeah. and so but it was very much uh i don't know if you've been on a box where you know because a box is a big collection of saying this last night drew like you know it's everyone that you know or you're close and not all of them know each other yeah so there's definitely some some groups and i imagine as a box you got to manage that a little bit but at this box where we he was getting married in malaysia in langkawi and we had the box there and it was 20 macquarie uni guys Newey boys. (laughs) We were very much on the, and we were the rat bag Newey boys too. We had a bit of reputation. Um, You know, like we were a bit grubby around the edges. Um, One time, Tony um, at Macquarie Uni at Dunmillane College took a shit in a bowl, put a (laughs) fork in it, and put it in the communal fridge.
0: (laughs) I mean that's Fucking <laughs> so
1: And that went that spread around The entire college And that was And then So the, every time They saw like fu-
0: Sticking in a fork <laughs> Yeah That's a great like, touch It was Even a that, great like, touch Cause you know I mean we talked about this Before like people At house parties Who do shit like that And it's like grubby And shit But something about Putting a fork in it Is like At least there's A little artistry Oh uh, he it knew it. He
1: knew his art Yeah exactly So it was in a little bowl It looked like chocolate sundae In the thing And then uh, <laughs> So like, Yeah exactly Yeah, yeah. so he um, So so it was a bit like the fucking Newey boys, you know. We are all stained by that fucking, yeah. by that uh, and many other things like that. But then um, my other mate, Timmy, um, uh, the, four, the fourth of the of the three Newey boys, the four Newey boys, he was in, he lives in Toronto in Canada and we're going to Langkawi. So he's got two kids under, at the time, six. So he flies, he drives an hour to Toronto. He flies eight hours to Vancouver. He flies 10 hours to Sydney with two kids, with his wife. Then he drives to um, Newcastle from there, dumps his thing. I think they have a nap. Pack the car again, get back in the car. They take, they take the kids because they can't leave the kids there or yep. whatever. So they, they're driving halfway to Sydney. He pulls over in the rental car. He's got a four-wheel drive at home. There's a four-wheel drive. His four-wheel drive at home takes diesel. This one takes unleaded. I oh, no. Fills it up with diesel. <laughs> oh, shit. On the halfway to the airport, friggin' gets 10 meters down the road, clunks out we get a text in the group we're probably not coming to this fucking wedding you know what i mean we've got a flight in four hours and the car's broken down they have to get it towed back to to newcastle with the kids and we're like this is a nightmare right and the wedding's on a saturday we're there on like a tuesday the bucks is on like a thursday he's supposed to arrive tuesday night or whatever in the end they like get it all together it must have been the most stressful i don't know how he survived this you know the stress of this he eventually gets um they find out that they tow the car back. The cars, I think it cost them like thousands of dollars to repair it. There's a rental car, like smashed. Anyway, they eventually get to there, they fuck it, they get a flight from there. It's like a flight there to uh, Singapore and then it's from there to Lankawi. And then by this time it's the bu- morning of the bucks. And we're like, is he gonna make the bucks? Right? And we're like, come on, Timmy. I don't even care about the wedding. I'm just like, can you make <laughs> the bucks, dude? You know, you can go home after the box, you <laughs> yeah. know. And uh, the bucks is as we get up in the morning, we play cricket, and then we go for this cruise on this boat. This massive, big cruiser boat. It's like again, it could have it could have had fifty people on it, and there's like twenty five, and it's unreal. They've got a suckling pig. These Ooh, Malaysian dudes are um. like They cu- cook, like cook it in front of us on the boat. And there's like million beers, but then there's two um, Malaysian guys walking around who are just making cocktails for anyone. So you're just standing there, not even a line. They're just like, "What do you want?" And there was four cocktails they made. Just that were the four they made. It was like peanut, all the you know the best the ones, classics, yeah. the classics. Playing but, the hits, you know, playing the hits. So was like when you're peanut, and you just go around. I'll have a peanut colada now. And so we're just just drinking cocktails in the sun, right? But the thing is, Timmy's like arriving, and where and we've got twenty. Macquarie Uni boys keen to take off on this boat and we're like, Timmy's coming. And so the engine's running, but we're still at the jetty because we're waiting for Timmy and he's landed and he's driving there, but it's a 20 minute drive and there's no reception. So we don't even have an update from him. So we just have to sit there and wait. There's a three hour cruise and we're ticking into this cruise Four of us. Yeah, like, they must have hated you guys. They, they were really good dudes, and we known them for a while. But you could tell they would be like, "Come on, let's cut this guy. let let's, let's yeah, get yeah, let's yeah, like yeah. pull up anchor. Let's go." <laughs> and uh, we and we have no idea. And and Rashid, to his credit, um, was like, "No, no, no, we're waiting, we're waiting." And we just had to sit. And it was the longest twenty minutes of my entire life because we just had to sit there like nervously, like we're gonna get thrown overboard here. You know what I mean? But he came and then literally turned around the corner, just dust. You could just see his dust, and he pulls up and just starts running. <laughs> and then one of the Macquarie Uni boys just gets up and goes, Diesel, Diesel, Diesel. (laughs) So we always get Diesel chant going, and then yeah, so he gets on the boat finally, and it's like the best ever. Like it's so unreal. You just like sunset cruise, you know, Mm. sunset cruise. Amazing. They put this rope net in the in the back of the boat. We're sitting in this rope. Netting just like lying as the water's rushing over us.
0: Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Cool.
1: Uh, and then, oh, and guys are like, it's like out of a fucking movie. The guy's like pouring fucking pina coladas down your throat <laughs> from up above. Oh, that's the dream. It'd be and funny then, if the boat stalled he's like, I'll put
2: diesel in. it <laughs> 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 Stuck out Timmy's here. just
1: down by <laughs> filling it up. <laughs> and then, uh, but uh, one other quick thing that happened was uh, one of the dudes, one of uh, Rashik's mates sitting next to me in the rope netting. It's like the best day. It's like oh, drama, drama to, and then he's sitting there talking to me. I'm talking and looking, I'm just chatting, and he goes, like this, because we're in the water. Oh, and he goes, no. my wedding ring. And it just like pulled off into the into oh, the no. ocean. Fuck, and man. then he's really upset. And that sort of ruined it. He was like bawling his eyes out. Really upset. Geez, poor dude. Just poor really boy. loved his <laughs> wife, you know. That's why you um, don't wear your wedding <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Another reason. <laughs> <laughs> but then we had, uh, <laughs> everything comes off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some people think you're cool. <laughs> I could like kiss Drew. And, <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: and then and then we yeah we had the best day. But it was a very much it was weird because we like you know you, and then when you're having cocktails with all these guys then you've come all mates yeah. and all. Of, there was all still that little bit of divide there because they all went to college together and they all yeah. like, if, did you in Macquarie Uni? Did you guys sing like? Um, Stupid songs
0: and stuff. Ah, fucking that but they live there, right? Yeah. So I found Macquarie to be kind of I mean, a lot of Australian uni experiences like this versus like the United States where you kind of room and board with people for yeah, three yeah, yeah, four yeah, years. Yeah. But this was like, you know, my parents live twenty minutes That's down right, the road. I so it's I different. drove every day. So like the friends I made were in classes. Yeah. And then when you didn't take classes with them, you had to find reasons to meet up with them. So it's it's you know. In America, they say so. Friends you go to college with will be friends for the rest of your life. I was just like, I, I know maybe one person that I speak to on a regular basis from college, uh, from uni now, and then the rest would be, hey, remember? Yeah, you? yeah, uh, remember. like a pub or something. Yeah. I can barely
2: remember like anybody I went to uni with. Occasionally, like a Facebook memory will pop up, and it was like this on this day, twelve years ago, whatever, or th- you know, fourteen years ago, and it'll be like someone has written something on my wall. We're clearly having a conversation, and I'm looking at this person like I have no recollection of who you are. <laughs> but it's like, oh, so, you know, this person in class. Gonna be, we're going to be friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah. I know for
0: a fact that the the Macquarie dorms are where people because if you went like partying over there, then they were all best mates and they all knew each other. That's
1: because uh, you were the same age as me, so I reckon that you would you were, you were there at the same time. Yeah, there and was, was you one. There was one. One time, year. someone sat in the fridge.
0: Oh, you would have mean. I had a friend <laughs> who was kind of like a. A very charming ne'er do well. Like incredibly smart, incredibly well spoken, incredibly good looking. I'm like, listening. <laughs> had a had a way with the ladies, but like could not stop Could not stop fucking up like oh, okay. if he tried. Like he yeah. loved weed at that point oh, and like okay. he was like ruining his grades, even though he was like the brightest bulb. Uh, and so yeah. like his parents one time like I guess to straighten him out, like kicked him out of home but put him in the college in Macquarie to live. <laughs> bad, 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 bad idea. To yeah. like, right, so get you on the straight and narrow. We're sending you to a place where everyone parties. So that's like, yeah. he- like
1: when you get some sixteen year old kid who's got caught with weed and like, we wanna straighten you up, we're gonna send you into the prison system <laughs> yeah. to learn from some other people about how to behave. You know? Yeah. I um but on the so all these guys would they knew all these songs and stuff and they were like, you know like um it's this song that's like uh I Wish That All The Ladies. Have you heard that song? No. Oh, it's all these weird, like, rugby chants and stuff. like frat house behavior. Frat house stuff, and we're on the bus going back to... From the thing and we're the new evil we don't have any fucking song. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So You're they're all, to get they're, like screaming jet stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well they're just all they're I'll doing. Make
0: the, it up to <laughs> <you> <laughs> that's not gonna <laughs> happen. That's not gonna
1: happen. <laughs> Come on, put a frog um, <laughs> But they're just going one for the other, like, do do and they all know the words and we're just sitting there like, we've got no idea what's yeah, going on. I and then like it, there's a pause and we're all blind, and then Tony stands up and he just goes. Mama's making Canton doesn't take long. By the way, just gotta start seeing a TV commercials.
0: <laughs> i like, man. I, know, I reckon if I texted like two of the people I went to Macquarie with and I was like, do you know they had fucking songs? They would have no It must idea.
1: be, a, it's a, in my head is like Macquarie Uni. It's clearly just that column of, everything. so of, you would have been there. It
0: would have been like between 2005 2008. Yeah. Yeah, so would like, have absolutely. You been would have been there. Yeah, yeah. Being a nerd. I remember Danny's. No, I wasn't a nerd by that point. <laughs> I was what people call a cool disaffected uh people thought i was like a big stoner because like i had long hair and like i would sit outside classes smoking cigarettes oh mm-hmm. cool yeah. i like that version of kirk that's yeah. cool i was kind of like a mysterious bad boy <laughs> i trade that came through all the way to my 30s and now some might say
2: um, danny's box was pretty pretty chill like it was a um you know he just got a, a room in a pub and all the mates came around, yeah. and and everything. We just um, it was a fun time. <laughs> and I remember it was. So I was at this place called uh, King O'Malley's in the city in Canberra, and um, you know, lovely old pub. And we we're all chilling in the back room. And I went in to go to the bathroom, and in the toilet was the biggest shit <laughs> I have ever seen in my fucking <laughs> life. Like, uh, no exaggeration. As as big as my arm, that th- <laughs> like as, as thick as my arm it was weirdly hairy. It was honestly the most <laughs> disgusting thing. like a thing. rat or something? Uh, man, it it it, like, I, I, I do have a photo of it, I can show you <laughs> later. But I was so like- a hairy poo sounds awesome. I was so thrown by it. And the, like, the photo doesn't do it justice. In person, it was sh- genuinely shocking. I went and got someone, I was like, you're not gonna believe this, come have a look at this. And they like, were well like, we were both staring at it like, this is not human. This is insane. And so I was standing out. The t- I was so blind. I was standing out in front of the toilet and random people would walk. I like, just see a random guy walk by. I was mate, you want to see the weirdest thing you've ever seen? He's like, what? Come with me. And I'm, I'm walking people in like it's my show. He was like punching tickets. She's picking, <laughs> picking it up out
1: of
0: the Do toilet. not touch the pool.
1: There are photos of the pool I'm at holding the end it up like a he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got hairs on it. Like
0: <laughs> shoving it yeah. in him, mate.
2: Yeah, Danny's taking photos and charging people 20 (laughs) Did it smell real bad? No, no, it was just it was just bizarrely big and like just freaked me the fuck out. That rules. Oh man Alright Well we got right.
1: That's a great app There we go yep. Well, Happy we New got, Year everyone uh, yeah, yeah this will
0: come out uh, oh, By yeah. the point that this come out uh, The well, Bucks Party we, parties, had, we had will them. be done
1: Maybe we can do a pa- We'll see how they go Maybe we can do a Patreon On how they went A little recap <laughs> yeah. A yeah. recap just of, of being butt-
0: like Yeah then we drank another beer <laughs> 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 It was sick <laughs> And Drew
1: saw a poo Not as big as that one uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure pretty good um, Here
0: yeah, the top five poos We drank
1: That can be Drew's blackening It's just Well boys
0: Good luck with your Thank box you parties and weddings. I it's love it. So mine is very coming much. up this weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, happy new year, everyone. Thank you for listening to the podcast for the whole year. It's grown a lot this year. We've got a Patreon now, uh, people who have been signing up to that and listening. Thank you for your feedback. Please sign up to it. It's $5 a month and you get two bonus episodes per month. We've been having a lot of fun recording the patrons. We've been having a lot of fun recording the main feeds. Mm -hmm. We've loved getting your feedback over the year. So please keep hitting us up on Instagram. That's the best place to probably reach us or Facebook. Apart from that, 2024, baby. I think they're saying it's the year of Comnot (laughs) on the Chinese (laughs) Uh, calendar. And the the pictures of three guys who haven't lost their virginity. Uh, But apart from that, thank you, everyone. We'll see you next year. Bye. Bye.